The views and discussion expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of the hosts of the program. WMKV, Maple Knoll Communities, WLHS, the Lakota Local School District, or staff and management. The information and advice presented are educational in nature and not intended to be taken as specific legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Always consult with your own legal, accounting, or other professional before making any investment. Welcome to Real Life Real Estate Investing, a show to help you gain financial freedom by investing in real estate. Brought to you by the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati and the Ohio Real Estate Investors Association. You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing on WMKV, WLHS, and the Maple Knoll Radio Network. And now your host, Vena Jones-Cox. Good afternoon. I am Vena Jones-Cox, and this is Real Life Real Estate Investing, your public radio source for the news information, tips, techniques, and resources you need to move yourself further down that road toward financial independence. The Ohio Real Estate Investors Association is sponsoring a series of free three-hour classes on 10 strategies that really work in the bounce market. Those classes are all occurring this week, tonight in Dayton, Ohio, tomorrow in Cincinnati, Saturday in Cincinnati, and next Tuesday in Columbus, Ohio. The Ohio Real Estate Investor Association is a nonprofit association serving real estate investors and investor groups throughout the state of Ohio, and this is complimentary for anyone who wants to attend. However, you do need to register, and you do that by going to trainwithvena.com. That's T-R-A-I-N with V-E-N-A dot com, and you'll see the locations, times, dates, and the agenda. Again, that's trainwithvena.com. Today on Real Life Real Estate, we are discussing a uh, 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 not, not so much a strategy as a a trend, a thing that over the course of the past f- four to five years has taken over the real estate business. It's been like a snowball rolling downhill and it's gotten to the point where if you aren't doing it, you're behind the times. We're talking here about business automation with technology and virtual assistance. And my guest today is Mr. Jay Connor. Now, Jay is a guy who does creative deals in a an area that has a population of less than 40,000 people, and yet has a six to seven figure income from that area each and every year. But wait, that's not the impressive part. The impressive part is that he does this working around 10 hours a week in his own business. He's joining us today by phone from his home in Newport, North Carolina. Welcome, Jay Connor. Thank you so much, Vina, for having me on here. And it's just a pleasure to be able to visit with you about a topic that uh, is just so uh, important to me because uh, if I have time, I'll share the story as to why I even got involved in automating my real estate business, but thank you so much for having me on here, Vina. Well, I am I am thrilled to have you, and I should mention for those folks who grabbed up one of the fund drive packages to come to the Ohio Real Estate Investors Association's National New Strategy Summit in November, that you are uh, teaching one of the pre-convention workshops on Thursday, 
And uh, it's right, gonna, that's gonna, correct. Going to be you and Mr. Ron Legrand, who, uh, you know, you say somebody needs no introduction, he really doesn't. Uh, but uh, uh, those folks all got Thursday as part of that package. So if they like what they hear today, they can certainly uh, come see you all day long on the same topic uh, at the OREA convention, and that would this uh, this particular session will be November seventh. And anybody who still hasn't managed to grab a ticket can go to wmkvfm.org. And uh, it's on the front page about halfway down. Check out what we are talking about because it's going to be a, a large event. We passed we passed the 500 registration mark yesterday. Going to have a lot Congratulations. Of, thank you. Going to have a lot of great uh, experts like Jay and other folks that you've heard here on Real Life Real Estate over the last few weeks. And uh, we're expecting uh, about 750 folks from all over the country. So it's a great networking event as well as a great place to get a whole lot of education in one four-day period. Now, Jay, let's 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 start out just to give everybody sort of a, a frame of reference. What what is your real estate business? What is it that you do? Right. Well, I got involved in buying and selling single-family homes. We, uh, my wife Carol Joy and I, this is our twelfth year. And prior to that, I was in the manufactured housing business, mobile homes, if you will, and the retail financing got pulled from that industry. And so um, I, I had in the back of my mind, if I ever got out of the manufactured housing industry, I wanted to get into the buying and selling house business. So this is our 12th year here in eastern North Carolina. As you mentioned, our total uh, target market that we invest in is less than 40,000 a population here in eastern North Carolina. The point of that is that, you know, we don't have to be in a big city or big area to do big business. And we've been blessed to, for a number of years now, to uh, earn the seven-figure income uh, now on automatic in less than 10 hours per week. So what does our business look like? We primarily buy bank-owned properties, uh, but we buy all types. Uh, we buy, you know, uh, lease option, we buy subject to, we do options. But the primarily uh, houses or uh, single-family homes that we buy, and it's all single-family, are bank home. Eighty percent of them, we do rehab on them. And uh, our exit strategy is through lease option. We have a, a credit repair program. You know, most people, and of course, Vina, you know this as well as anybody, most people walking around today can't go to the local bank and get financing. So we have a great um, credit restoration and credit building program to get people mortgage ready. So we really give a lot of people hope on owning a home, whereas they couldn't before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's nothing there's nothing about your particular business or your particular area that makes it any easier or harder for you to do what you did in automating it. Um, you're not, you know, you don't have a PhD in business. You just you just figured this out and went and did it. And the reason I exactly the, well, and 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 if I may, real quick, you know. What I what I have discovered and 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 experienced, like most of us have, everything's going along great in life, and then that adversity or that difficulty comes along, and you're scratching your head, going, "Oh my lands, how am I going to get through this?" And when we come out on the other side, it's even better. And so, I'll, and Vina, you you've heard my story. I'll, I'll share with our listeners very quickly. This was as recent as two and a half years ago, Vina. Um, I mean, business was great, and, you know, Carol and I, we were just, you know, 
doing fantastic, but I was working in the business 60, 70 hours a week. And it was about quarter to 11 at night. I remember exactly where I was sitting at the kitchen table. And I looked across the table, and my wife, Carol Joy, had tears running down her eyes. I mean, running down her face. And I said, babe, what in the world is wrong? And she says, I can't handle it anymore. And I said, what do you mean you can't handle it anymore? She says, I just can't handle all everything that I'm doing. So, you know, you can be making seven figures a year, but if you're experiencing that kind, if my wife is experiencing that kind of stress, it ain't worth it. I, so, I, so I set out on a mission right there and then to start systemizing and automating everything. I mean everything that I and Carol Joy were doing in the business. I found myself asking the question throughout my days after that night, what am I doing right now that somebody else or technology could be doing and I'd be you know, better using my time? So it took about 12 months, Vina, to automate and systemize my business to where I could actually put it on automatic and sit back and actually run my business instead of being in my business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, that, uh, that uh, you know, work, working on your business instead of in your business thing is something that we all know about. I mean, we've all read the e-myth, and we, we, all, mm-hmm. we all read it and went, oh, I'm not sure this really applies to my business, but uh, to, 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 to see someone who has actually done that and done it successfully and is disciplined to continue with it, because it's so easy for us as entrepreneurs to jump right back into the day-to-day oh, yeah. <laughs> on, on, uh, on any given moment, uh, that uh, I'm, 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 I'm impressed with, uh, with what you've done here. And as soon as we come back from this break, we are going to dig into what automation in a real estate business really looks like. We're also going to take listener phone calls at 513-772-9658 here in the greater Cincinnati area. If you are listening to us online or through our app, you can give us a call toll-free at 877-772-9658. Or you can send an email by going to our website at askvina.com. Welcome welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones-Cox. My guest today is Jay Connor. Jay is an investor from North Carolina who buys properties, renovates them, and lease options them, and uh, who, due to just plain old burnout, uh, decided not to quit like a lot of people do, but to automate his business and to create systems that allowed other people to run it. Um, Jay, talk, talk in general when we're talking about automation, a lot of people's minds go straight to technology. Like, how do I, how do I get the software? How do I get the contact, you know, system? How do I, you know, it goes that direction. Exactly. Is, is, is that what we're talking about or is it something else? Actually, that's an excellent question. So the, the question is really what is automation as I use it and define it in my real estate business? And here it is. The definition of automation is either getting technology or someone else to do all the tasks that you are doing. Now, let me stop right there. When I say someone else, you know, our listeners may be thinking, wait a minute, I don't have a budget for somebody else. I don't have an office. I don't have money to go out and buy more computers, more telephones. So what I'm talking about is the wonderful world of virtual assistants. So 
in mine and Carol Joy's business, we run our entire seven-figure business, and I'm not talking gross, I'm talking net, and I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just making an impression as to the kind of profit that can be made on automatic. For example, our average profit per deal is $52,000 per deal. So we only do two to three transactions a month, but the numbers work out. So on the automation, we use virtual assistants to do so many of the tasks that we used to do, such as they, uh, the virtual assistants handle all of our marketing to attract sellers. The virtual assistants handle all of the marketing to attract um, buyers and sellers on both sides. They handle it online on the web as far as putting uh, advertisements daily at 5 o'clock and also uh, in the newspapers uh, and et cetera. So what I'm able to do is through technology, one big source we use, Vena, and it's free, is Google Docs. Google Docs, or that's short for Google Documents. And so I had one of my virtual assistants create a, uh, and this is very easy to do, I wanted to be able to look at my computer no matter where I was in the world and see the business as, it is trans, as it's transpiring. I want to see my seller leads coming in. I want to see my buyer leads coming in. And all of the virtual assistants that we have, which, by the way, is only four, uh, everybody can, has access to Google Docs and my password. And they are able to go in and update each seller, what's going on with the sellers, what's going on with the buyers. And we can actually sit in the seat and, and run the business. And I want, to, I want to get the white elephant out of the room very quickly, and that is, how much does all this cost? Well, let me give you an, an example. These are real numbers from just last week, and when you invited me here to the call, I went and checked my math last week as far as the charges go. So one thing we have on automatic is every afternoon at 5 o'clock, uh, we have one virtual assistant, and this is her only job, uh, her job, and by the way, she lives out in Texas. You can have virtual assistants anywhere, and I, I only use virtual assistants here in the United States. At 5 o'clock every afternoon, we have our fresh ads posted on Craigslist because, you know, you start going down the list and you start getting lost in the shuffle. And so this virtual assistant posts our ads on homes that we're selling, and we have a fresh ads on, you know, attracting sellers. Here's the point of this story, everybody. Last week, I spent a whopping $29.40 to make sure all of my ads were at the top of Craigslist in my geographical area and posted fresh every afternoon at 5 o'clock. So it doesn't cost that much on these types of activities. In fact, we have virtual assistants working for us, Vena, that they don't even get paid until we make money ourselves. So they get paid when we get paid. Mm -hmm. um, so in answer to your question, what's automation? We're using technology, and I, give, I can give some specifics on that as, as our time allows. But the, uh, the other part of that is, is such a how important virtual assistants are in our business. You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing. Today I'm talking to Jay Connor about automating your business. And for real this time, not, not oh, buy my course and the software will buy and sell properties for you while you sleep. But rather actual, actual people actually doing the actual work that you are doing right now. 
whether you are a full-time investor who's just overwhelmed with how much there is to do, or maybe you're a new part-time investor trying to figure out how to work this stuff in around a job, I hope you are taking copious notes. And we also welcome your questions at 877-772-9658 or via our website. If you go to askvina.com, you can both fill in questions and check the box to receive our free weekly e-letter that will tell you about upcoming programs and uh, send you an article by or about our guests. Now, um, Jay, one of the things that I'm sure you have heard over and over and over again about this sort of thing from real estate entrepreneurs is some version of if I if if I want to get it done right, I got to do it myself. And they <laughs> they apply that man. They apply that to everything from negotiating with the seller, which you know can be sort of a, a a skilled thing, all the way down to you know making sure the office is clean and the files are filed and the uh, the the Craigslist ads are posted, right? <laughs> Um, but the uh, um, I, I don't even know if you're aware that uh, our banquet speaker at the upcoming National New Strategy Summit is Mr. Michael Gerber himself. Okay, great. Yep. And one of the points that he makes repeatedly in the various business books he's written is you cannot build a real business that way. You, you can't, if you always have to be the one doing everything, there is no business because if you, exactly. if you, if you, that means if you go on vacation to Europe for two weeks, you come home, you, no deals have been done, no properties have been rented, <laughs> nothing's been rehabbed, nothing has happened because you were not there. So uh, the, the thing that, that tends to bring comfort to these folks is something that you, you sort of, you mentioned in passing a little bit earlier, which is systems. I'm guessing that you didn't just hire the CBA and say, yeah, figure out Craigslist. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, the systems part is so, is so important. And, um, you know, back to what you said just a second ago, Vina, and that is the control issue. Of course, you know, all of us guys, a lot of us gals, uh, you know, nobody else can do it as good as we can. Well, let me tell you what I discovered. The, back to the kitchen at quarter to 11 at night, I knew I had to start letting go of this stuff. And you know what I figured out very quickly, not figured out, what I actually experienced very quickly, Vina? I figured out that so many people can do what I've been doing actually better than I do it. <laughs> That's both a bad moment and a good moment, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> I mean, they can actually do it better. They can do it quicker. Um, and so... For example, when I when I first started getting online with the ads with Craigslist and the other internet sites, you know, I said, you know what? I, I've learned that five o'clock is the best time to post them. I said, man, I'm going to start posting those ads every afternoon at five o'clock. That lasted one day. <laughs> <laughs> and so here's the thing that all of us uh, I, I recommend we we need really need to come to terms with, and that is. If you want something done consistently, and consistency is a very, very powerful word that rolls through my mind daily, consistency, if you want those ads done consistently or you want any particular activity done consistently, we cannot rely on it you know, ourselves. We've got to outsource it. And, you know, one one thing, one way that I look at virtual assistants or think about virtual assistants, Vina, is that, you know, Anything that I'm doing 
that somebody else can do. Now, everybody, if, if you haven't started listening yet, now's the time to get it because this really started ringing a bell in my head about three years ago. Anything that I am doing that somebody else can do for $8 an hour, while I'm doing that activity, I'm paying myself $8 an hour. Now, let's stop right there. Do I want to get paid $8 an hour, or do I want to get paid $800 an hour <laughs> Uh, you know, by, by actually, you know, making the decisions. So anyway, back to systems. Yes, we've got to check. In fact, I have identified 160 different ways that you can actually take advantage of working with virtual assistants uh, in the real estate business, from creating your flyers to taking the phone calls. And, Vena, this is a big one right now. You know, when I started out buying and selling houses, I was answering the doggone telephone <laughs> as it would ring from sellers and buyers. And my lands folks, if you've never done a deal before, of course, seasoned investors knows what, know what I'm talking about. But, hey, if you're anywhere you can write something down, write this one down. Never take a call from a seller because, of course, we're only going to do business with the low-hanging fruit. So we automate that. All the calls that are coming in, all the emails that are coming in are handled by the virtual assistants. And we let the cream come to the top, and I don't get involved until the cream is at the top, and then I can take a look at it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Give us some examples of other sorts of things that you see real estate investors and landlords doing in their businesses that could be easily automated, farmed out to a virtual assistant, and yet they're doing them every day anyway. Exactly. Well, I did mention taking phone calls. We, 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 and, and I will tell you this. Um, there is a service, and, and here's part of technology. So when I am looking, and, and, we, and we all know this principle, the more ways we can give a potential seller or a potential buyer to respond to our marketing, the more responses we're going to get. And so one very important resource that I still use is the 24-hour recorded message hotline service. And there's many services out there that folks can use. But I use a 24-hour recording message hotline service. And I've been using uh, one particular one for, for actually all the way back to the mobile home business. By advertising either online or offline in the newspaper that you've got a 24-hour recording message hotline, you will get three times as much response because people know they can bail out at any time. So one thing, and that's to your question, what can we automate? We automate all the phone calls that, that, are, that are coming in off of, our, off of our marketing. We automate all the advertising that's being placed. We automate flyers, like if, if, if you want to canvas a subdivision where you've got a home that's now available, the flyers are, are created by the, by the virtual assistant. Now, here's the big one. Here's the big one, and this is back to Google Docs. We have our virtual assistants, and I think, of, as I mentioned, we only have four. It doesn't take that many, and, and three of those are part-time. Everybody uses Google Docs and reports to that same hub so we can any of us can look and see what's going on with the business. Um, and so, we, you know, we, we automate all of the marketing. And, you know, quite frankly, uh, the marketing is the most important part of the business. But, but check this out, everybody. I even automate the rehabbing of my houses. And how I do that is 
uh, I switched over to uh, two new crews about five years ago. And those crews know exactly what I want in a house. I have also on automation a interior designer slash decorator. She picks out all the colors. I have nothing to do with the colors. You know, Vena, when I started out 12 years ago, I was at Home Depot and Lowe's picking out light fixtures. I mean, (laughs) give me a break. Um, I just didn't know any better back then. And so the crew knows what my checklist is. And, of course, when you're rehabbing a house, you want to have your own checklist. So I only go in a house two times. One, when I buy it, if I'm in town. Uh, Otherwise, it's digital pictures. Secondly, when it's ready to sell, totally staged. So so I want to get that wow effect. So even the rehabbing of your houses, the staging of your homes, getting them ready to sell, uh, putting the banners on 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 the on the homes, and and here's a good one: we sell homes with just putting up, hanging a banner on the house. That's all done by checklist with the with the crew, and um, I mean literally everything that that. It, here's the bottom line answer, and that was a long way of doing it. Sorry, but here's the bottom line answer: it doesn't matter what you as a real estate entrepreneur are doing in your business. You can automate and outsource everything except one thing. And, you know, Venus, sometimes people ask me, well, Jay, you got everything on automatic. What in the world do you do? (laughs) And what I do is make decisions. I decide still how much I want to offer to buy a house. The virtual assistant puts the offer in for me. And I decide how much I want to sell it for. And then, of course, we have continual improvement uh, along the way. So anyway, that was a long answer. I hope I covered it. No, no, that was a that was a wonderful answer. Thank you very much. We need to take another quick break. We're talking today to Jay Connor about using virtual assistants to truly automate your real estate business and live the the real dream of making bunches of money and not working ninety hours a week to do it. Eight seven 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 two nine six five eight is the number to call if you have any questions, or you can go to our website. Go to askvina.com. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones Cox. My guest today is Jay Connor, a real life investor who runs his entire very busy business in about ten hours a week, and. Uh, uh, again, Jay, this is, uh, you know, you, you, you kind of have pioneered this for yourself. You're, you're now teaching other people how to do it with it, which is awesome. Uh, it has become sort of a meme in the real estate investment community. Um, it, it's all, you know, it all kind of started with, you know, the e-myth books and, and that whole idea of we are a, we are small business people. This is not a job. We should, we should truly be owning a business and business means systems and it means, people running those systems. That's right. And there's a there's a, a big movement in the real estate investor community uh, these days uh, around the idea that having millions of dollars is awesome, except when you don't have any time at all to enjoy the freedom that that is supposedly mm, man, gives you. And man, can I relate to that before we started <laughs> systemizing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, uh, we have in our podcast stream an interview with a guy named Sean McCluskey uh, who did a, a presentation called Get a Life. And <laughs> <laughs> it's well, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a cousin to what I teach people, and that is 
get your life back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> get so, real estate doing what you what you got in it to, to begin with for. Yeah, folks who folks who uh, haven't found the podcast yet can uh, go to our Facebook at uh, it's uh, facebook.com slash real life real estate radio and the uh, the podcast link is up there at the top of the page and it, we've got like a hundred and something shows uh, posted up there now. So uh, check that out. Um, Sean is also, by the way, going to be speaking at the 2013 National New Strategy Summit. It's kind of a it, it, it's the more the more I look at, at the schedule and the folks who are sending in information about what they're talking about, the more I see that there's this theme here about it's not just about the money; it's about having a life, you know. And <laughs> absolutely, and, absolutely. Vina, while we took the break, I thought of three other very important ways that we use our virtual assistants that I'd be glad to quickly share with the listeners. Um, for example, we have our virtual assistants actually locate potential sellers and motivated sellers online and offline, and the virtual assistants uh, use our script, call them, and get information. So that's another way that we find motivated sellers. We actually use our virtual assistants to pull our comparative market analysis and get the values of our homes for us. And they actually process all of our marketing mailers um, that we send out to motivated sellers. So, um, you know, the list is just endless. Anything you can think of that needs to be done practically can be done by the virtual assistant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very true. Now, we're starting to get some emails uh, here in the studio now from people going to AskVina.com and filling in the AskVina a question form. And guys, remember, if you're going to send an email, you have to do it before 10 minutes before the end of the hour. <laughs> I'm going to go home and I'm going to find like 15 questions for Jay <laughs> um, <laughs> that I can't answer because this is his business, not mine. Uh, question number one, which came from D in Columbus, Ohio. She says, you mentioned that your virtual assistant who posts Craigslist ad makes $8 an hour. Is that true across all of your virtual assistants? And do you pay them as contractors or as W-2 employees? Oh, that's an excellent question. Uh, Let me clarify the $8 an hour. I'm not paying my virtual assistants eight dollars an hour. I'm just I just use as as an example. Whatever I'm uh, doing as an activity, if I'm paying if I can pay somebody else X for that, then I'm getting that myself. So the virtual assistants that we use actually are we are only billed by the minute, which is really cool. So the virtual assistants don't bill us by the quarter hour. Uh, you know, as a, as opposed to an employee. Um, you know, when you have employees, well, you're paying them to take a break at the water cooler. You're paying them to take a 15-minute break in the morning and afternoon. You're uh, paying, um, uh, you know, Social Security, uh, taxes that go along with that. Uh, you're paying them to use the bathroom. Uh, you're paying them to text their friends. And that's all that is taken away. We're only paying by the minute. So most of the virtual assistants that I use are – at a twenty dollar an hour rate, but here's the thing: don't let that don't let you know that figure scare anybody, because if I'm at twenty dollars an hour, and you know we're being uh, charged by the minute, that's coming up to a whopping what is that, Vena? Thirty three cents a minute. Mm-hmm. So since I'm being billed by the minute of the activity, and by the way, these minutes are actually tracked by software, so we don't have to go on the honesty program. Um, uh, then we, you know, we're only being, we're only paying for actual productivity. Now, the other part of that question was an excellent question, and this is another reason I'm so excited about using virtual assistants, and that is 
they are they're in business for themselves. So I don't have to pay. Uh, I'm not. They're not W two. Uh, they are totally contract labor, and they're responsible for their own taxes, for their own overhead, for their own computers, for their own telephones, and I am paying strict. Uh, I am only paying for efficiency and productivity as it's delivered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, we have another question here. This one is from uh, Greg in La Jolla, California. He says, why do you have four assistants if three of them work part-time? Are you dividing them by time zone or by skill? Oh, wow. Excellent question. And, and, and is, that, is his name Greg? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, thank you, Greg, for asking that question. So here's how we have the tier set up. I have one full-time virtual assistant that works out of her home, and that's why she's virtual. I'm not looking at her. She's in her home. And she is responsible for overseeing my buying, the buying and selling side of, of the business. Now, she has underneath her, and let me go ahead and answer the question, Greg. We're not dividing the virtual assistants by time zone. We are dividing the virtual assistant by skill set. Okay? So we have the full-time virtual assistant, and I pay that virtual assistant a weekly uh, salary, and then there are bonuses depending on you know what we buy and what we sell. Now, the other three virtual assistants, let me define quickly what they do. One of those virtual assistants is only responsible for talking to potential buyers that respond to our marketing. And when she talks to the potential buyer, she gets their information, and tells them which homes to go look at. And then that information is fed up to my lead virtual assistant. I have another part-time virtual assistant, and that virtual assistant is only responsible for talking to potential sellers. So that virtual assistant gets all the information for potential sellers um, about the property they have for sale and et cetera. And, and both of those part-time virtual assistants are feeding the information into Google Docs, where me and my and my team can look at that and see what's going on currently with all buyers and sellers. The fourth virtual assistant is the marketing virtual assistant. All she does is, as I mentioned earlier, post the Craig's ads at 5 o'clock every afternoon, uh, seven days a week. And since she's marketing, she also creates the um, – the flyers that we may want to put in a particular neighborhood. She also creates the actual ads that are posted online. And so we have the part-time marketing and the one part-time responsible for buyers, sellers. And by the way, the way I pay the, the virtual assistants for buyers and sellers is I pay each of them um, so many dollars per lead, and then they get a bonus for each house we buy and a bonus for each house we sell. So I'm only paying on productivity and not on, and not paying anything on wasted time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the lead VA is the only one who, who really even has, quote, an hourly rate, even though... It's not truly paid hourly. It's paid minute. Yeah, it's it's actually it's actually a weekly uh, a weekly uh, salary, if you will. And I'm not even sure salary is the right word because I'm not paying her. I'm not telling her how to go do this or do this. She's been with us now for six years, and so she actually, at the end of the day, she's running my buying and selling house business, except for me making decisions on how much to pay and how much to sell the homes for. 
Very good. You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing. If you have a question for Jay Connor on how to use virtual assistants, how to create systems, or how to automate your business, you have one more chance to give us a call at 877-772-9658 or to send us an email by going to our website at askvina.com. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones-Cox. My guest today is Jay Connor. He buys, fixes, and sells about three deals a month, working about 10 hours a week with lots of virtual assistants who actually do the work uh, of the business other than the other than the actual skilled stuff that you all paid all that money to learn how to do, you know, figuring out how to decide what to pay for a property or sell it for. Um, he's going to be the uh, featured speaker in the Thursday pre-convention workshops for the 2013 National New Strategy Summit. You can still grab seats in that and make a pledge to public radio by going to wmkvfm.org. Oria donated some seats to WMKV for the purpose of helping keep the keep the bills paid and the lights on and there's just a couple of those left at wmkvfm.org and it's under $200 to attend all four days so um, doesn't matter where you're listening to us from you probably uh, want to go grab those and make the trip out here um, the, uh, it's hosted by the Ohio Real Estate Investors Association but last year we had folks from 28 different states here in Cincinnati and I'm sure it will be the same this year the uh, number to call if you have any questions for Jay is 877-772-9658, or you can send us an email. Just go to our website at askvina.com. Now, Jay, the um, the common way that people hire VAs, or if you if you if you Google VAs, you're going to see these services that are out there. You're going to see these companies that you go in and set up an account and bid and then you pay the company and the company pays the VA. Is that how you found your VAs or was there some other method? Well, that's a good question. I found my virtual assistants both ways. My uh, virtual assistant that's been with me now for uh, two and a half years when I really set out to automate, I actually found her through a VA service. Now, some of these VA services, and, and, and this is a, what I'm getting ready to say is a huge recommendation based off, off of my experience. If you're wanting a virtual assistant to talk to potential sellers, particularly, um, I recommend finding a service that already has a category or a section of virtual assistants that are already familiar with real estate investors and their needs. Um, particularly, you know, if, if they're not living near you. So I have used a service and, and, um, and had some very, very good success. Now, the virtual assistant that is doing my marketing online, that virtual assistant actually came from a service. Um, you know, you can go in and look at their categories as to what these different virtual assistant skill sets are. So I wanted somebody that was an expert on posting ads on Craigslist. So I found that virtual assistant through a service. On the other hand, my virtual assistants that are talking to potential buyers and potential sellers and my lead virtual assistant, all three of those virtual assistants live right here in Carteret County working from their home. So I don't have to pay office space, et cetera, as I mentioned before. But with them being local, 
and this being, you know, the homes being specific here to my area, then I was able to get with them one-on-one and train them on how I want these calls handled with buyers and with sellers. So it was both through service. So, you know, look for someone for your marketing, perhaps through a service. You can find them anywhere. Um, but, you know, for folks on the ground, you want pictures taken of houses uh, if you're out of town to be emailed to you or whatever. In my opinion and in my experience, it's best to have those virtual assistants doing that type of work right in the area where you are investing so you can have eyes on the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. A uh, question here from Karen, who is in Riverside, California. She says, um, oh, do you require your virtual assistants to sign a non-compete agreement or could they be doing the same work for some other real estate investor? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Karen, that is an excellent question. That is something probably I should be doing. But I guess the reason I haven't done it is because, you know, my even though I'm in a small area of 40,000 people, the way I look at life is there's enough to go around for everybody. And if somebody can better themselves and then they want to go in business for themselves, frankly, I don't want to hold them back. And, you know, Vina, you have probably uh, experienced the same thing. I mean, you, you have been a real estate investor, I think, pretty much all of your life. But you have a huge real estate investing association there in your city. And um, you know, that question sort of relates to the fact, well, Vena, you're training and being a, an important part of training all these real estate investors. Is there enough to go around for everybody? And I guess you would agree with the same. Yeah, so, so far. <laughs> 23 years and we haven't run out of inventory yet. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But that is an excellent question. Um, uh, and so, Karen, no, I don't, and frankly, I haven't worried about it. Uh, there's enough to go around for everybody, and if I can train somebody and they can go out there and do and be an entrepreneur and be in business for themselves, I'm, I'm here to help them any way I can. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, now, Jay, have you, in, in your experience, you've, you've now been using this whole VA system for, did you say, two years? Two and a half, coming up on three. Coming up on three years, Okay. Have you found any downsides of using virtual assistants versus having somebody sitting at the desk next to you? Oh, my lands. Is that an excellent question? Here's the downside, and it it actually was a fear that I had up front. And the fear I had was, okay, if these virtual assistants are going to be working from home, how in the world do I know that my, my potential buyers and my potential sellers are being taken care of? So we have checks and balances put in place to make everybody accountable and to have accountability. So here's what we do, and this is so important, everybody. First of all, all the phone numbers and the emails that buyers and sellers respond to, we are able to check and see. For example, all the phone numbers that our buyers and sellers respond to, I can go into my what I call my back office, and I can see every call that has come in. So we don't have calls going directly to the virtual assistants. They're being routed through our own marketing numbers so we can track it. Secondly, and this is huge, there is one other virtual assistant that I failed to mention a, a few minutes ago. I said I had four. I actually have five virtual assistants. The fifth virtual assistant 
is what's called my follow-up VA. I have one virtual assistant. Her entire job is to make a follow-up courtesy phone call to every potential buyer that has responded and every potential seller that has responded. And here's how it goes. The virtual assistant calls up and says, hello, my name is so-and-so, and Jay Connor asked me to give you a personal call just to make sure that you're being taken care of. Now, that's whether they had called on buying a house or selling a house. So you see, that isn't because I don't trust the people I have working with me. That is my virtual assistants. If I don't trust them, you need to, you need to get rid of them and, and, and work with somebody else. But I know life and circumstances get in the way sometimes. You know, you've got to take your mother to the hospital. You've got to take your brother to the doctor, whatever. So we have this VA follow-up that makes these courtesy phone calls. They call 24 hours, 48 hours, and 72 hours after each lead has come in to make three attempts just to give the courtesy phone call. And you see the virtual assistants know that the virtual assistant follow-up calls are being made, so it keeps everybody accountable, and we're all working on this together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And here is a question from Charles here in Cincinnati. It's more of, it's more of a comment. He says, one other thing about virtual assistants, make sure that you are in control of all website passwords, phone numbers, and emails. I once had a virtual assistant that when I fired him, basically stole my website, changed all of the content, and left me high and dry. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I tell you... Um, and here's what we have in place for that, and that's an excellent comment, and I'm sorry that he had to go to that seminar. Um, but what we do, um, if we have to um, disengage doing business with any virtual assistant, we simply go in. I mean, we have control of all the passwords. We go in, we just change all the passwords, and then we disengage service. Okay. Okay. Yes, uh, and, and and very good point. I mean... You're 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 delegating your business. You're not giving it away. <laughs> exactly. And you know, we we don't want. And I know we're about out of time, so I'll say this very quickly. Um, I, you know, we don't want to give this impression of okay, you put your business on automatic, and you know, you're off to you know the Caribbean for a month, and everything happens because we've got to have checks and balances in place. So, for example, I was on a very nice cruise, Carol Joy and I, a couple of weeks ago. And, um, you know, we had email. I was able to see what was going on. Um, So the thing of it is, is you want to make sure you have accountability and checks and balances in place even after you outsource it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very good point. And so many more points to be made on this topic. Of course, as soon as we got to the end of the program here, I got three more questions from listeners that we just do (laughs) not have time to answer. But Again, folks can go to uh, wmkvfm.org, make a small pledge to the station, and come see you all day, along with Mr. Ron Legrand, uh, on Thursday, November the 7th, here in Cincinnati. So we appreciate you coming, Jay. And we will be back next week with more information to put you on the path to financial independence through real estate investing. Until then, happy investing. Happy investing.